Now, just to, just to clarify a couple of things. First, a baby dedication is not a sacrament. It's not a sacrament, as, as some of the church denominations understand the word sacrament. Um, a lot of churches have what are called baby christenings, where they baptise the actual baby and believe it's brought into the church at that point. We don't believe that because scripturally it doesn't stand. Scripturally, a person gets baptised after they have professed faith in Christ and received him as their saviour. Um, what we are celebrating today is a public commitment by the parents to raise their children in the Lord's ways. It's an expression of also the loving support of a church family that gathers around that family to help them achieve that, to help them through those times. Um, those of you who are parents, I'm sure you'll all agree with me, parenting is a, such an easy job. It's, it's rarely ever a problem. Um, your children always grow up exactly the way you want them to. They always behave and they're always um, going to do exactly what you want them to do. And you know I'm being a little bit cheeky. But the point is that the, a family and a, and, a, and a father and a mother have what the world does not have. They have the support of a church family around them that is meant to help and support what they're doing with their children. So today is also a celebration of that. And today is also a, a, an, a, an appeal to the Lord for his help in this. Because without the grace of God, we cannot be good parents. Without the grace of God in our lives, our children will not grow up in his ways. So this is an appeal to him for that grace. And it's also a, a thank to him, a thanks to him for that gift that he's given. So what I'd like us to do today is read just a few scripture verses just to, to clarify in our minds the way the Lord would have us uh, raise our children and understand what today is about. So Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. Thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and thou shalt be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. Uh, the Lord's expectation of a parent uh, was not a small one. Because his expectation was, apart from the parents loving him with all their, their mind, soul and heart, that they would teach their children, and he says here, diligently. And then he goes on to explain what diligently is. When you get up, when you're going to bed, when you, whether you're in your house or you're outside of your house, you are always meant to be reminding your children about the love of God. You're always meant to be building them up in the faith to teach them about his ways, to teach them his word. So this is the, the commitment that God expects of parents who have been given the privilege to have children. Turn to Ephesians chapter 5 with me. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 say, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, 
and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savour. We are called in our hearts to be like children, understanding that first and foremost, we have a Father in heaven, a Father who cares and loves us, or cares for and loves us, and we are meant to imitate him with the way we are with our children. That love that we have received from God, especially after God has sent his son to this world and died on a cross for us, should be the most wonderful example of, of how we are to be with our children. Because love is always self-sacrificing. Love always puts the other before self. And this is what it means to be a parent. I'm sure Simon and Tegan, as, as, as Amelia rose up, are going to experience more and more of that. Look at verse 22 in the same chapter. It says their wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the, the saviour of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be, be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. So within God's economy, within God's um, plan, is that there is structure and authority, a loving structure and authority, a structure where authority serves the other. Jesus told his disciples when he was with them that the greatest among them would be the servant of all. So the Lord defines authority or someone put in a position of authority as being the one who is the one who serves the most. And this is true for fathers and mothers. But then it goes on to say that children are to obey their parents. Look at chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. It says, children, chapter 6, verse 1, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honour thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So, God loves authority, and God loves submission. If you haven't picked it up uh, recently, the Bible speaks a lot about submission. That we are to submit to church authority. We are to submit to our government authority. We are to submit to in the family authority. There are many places in the Bible where it says that we are to submit ourselves for our own good. And it says, it says there, and I've often used, I've often been a bit naughty with this one here. It says, "Obey your parents, for this is good. Honor thy thy father and thy mother, that it may be well with thee. That it may live as long. Well, if you don't honor your father and your mother, I've always said." They're probably going to get... I mean, they brought you into this world. They might take you out as well, if you're not careful. It says to honour thy father and mother. And that comes along with a promise of a long life. Unfortunately, in our society today, um, honouring parents is a uh, goes in the back burner a little bit. But the reason you honour your parents is because God says that we should. Not, be, not, if, not if they're fantastic parents or perfect parents, because I'd like to know which, which is a perfect parent out there who has never made a mistake with their children. 
it doesn't. Sometimes we, we get a little bit confused. I'm only going to honour my my parents if you know if they're perfect with me. Well, it doesn't say that because our parents often make mistakes. We as parents make mistakes, and even husbands make mistakes. But there's a love that goes that, that should be in that one that honours and supports, and the other one self sacrifices to serve. That's the way it should be.